Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you may be listening to this. This is Tony. What's up, y'all? I'm the host for the Barbershop Quintet podcast. A couple of updates here. First off, before we even start that, I want to thank you for your support. Secondly, um, we have brand new segments out, still dropping. Uh, They're just backlog right now. But with that being said, we have the OG episodes where I bring on a panel of guests and we still talk about top five lists and share those and dive deep into those as well as we do have our quick five as well where i do a solo pod or i bring one guest along with me where we talk about the smaller things like random things like superheroes potato chips and so forth and now we have a brand new segment called the symphony this segment is where i bring one guest and we choose an album this album could subjectively be a classic but it must be undoubtedly our mutual favorites with that being said those are only the criteria that you need for this new segment then we have we share our top five songs as well dive into some old gems some new gems give a rating and then actually see if it's actually a classic or not so far i'm just letting you guys know i have kanye's graduation on on the lockdown array Frank Ocean's Blonde, Dr. Dre's Chronic 1992, and hopefully I can expand to more genres and more albums. If you're interested, please hit me up. If not, and you just want to listen, feel free to support that as well. We'll be cranking stuff up all the time. Just depends on when everyone's available, including myself. So again, once again, thank you for your support and tune in. So tune in and uh, we'll see you soon. And let's be your top five of the day. Cheers. Quintet podcast, the quick five sound familiar? Well, this exists in our OG episodes uh, as a sm- much smaller segment, speed round sort of deal. In this case, I've created this segment on the side where I and possibly a guest or two would present a list and justification behind it. We share lists amongst topics from anything from potato chips to superheroes and to today's topics. Um, but before we do that, let me thank you for your ongoing support and make sure you subscribe and listen to our OG episodes. These quick five episodes and our brand new segment, The Symphony, where it'll all be dropped randomly here and there based on availabilities. Cool. Now moving on to introducing the rules and the topic for today um, and also introducing my guests as well. A couple of simple rules. It's been a while since my guest has been on this sort of segment, but uh, he's been on a lot of other segments before so he's quite familiar with this it's nothing that drastically different um but for this one uh the only thing is that we'll be rolling a random number generator just like the other two segments there um decide who gets to go first second um i'll be participating as in it as well and then we get five minutes max each to share our list and to justify the reasoning of our list as well. Mm-hmm. Unlike the buzz cutting around, there'll be no penalties. So if you go over the five minutes, so what? Then um, there's no one to appease to. So um, afterwards, we go into quick discussion about each other's list. And that's it. So let's get this thing started. The topic for today, as we're recording right now on, I believe, on Sunday, 
Team Canada made it to the World uh, World Cup qualifiers for the first time since 1986, I believe. Congratulations to Team Canada. Big ups to them. My second thing is also we are on the brink of reaching um, the semifinals. I uh, I guess we are doing the se- They are drawn the semifinals for uh, Champions League. And we're also reaching the ends to all the other leagues as well. The French League, Spanish League, Premier League, and uh, Italian League and German League. So the five big major leagues. So we'll be wrapping that up soon. Um, and the announcement, uh, the World Cup will be announced. Uh, well, sorry, will be held. It will be held in November. And, you know, just a quick few things. So want to talk about football here because on our regular, on our OG episodes or just in general, we talk a lot about basketball. We don't really talk about soccer or European football or even American football or any other sports. So that's a nice time to just fill, um, plug it in here. And then hopefully I can get this guest in uh, closer down the line and six months from now where we figure out we predict who's going to win the world cup out of that because it's gonna be a lot of teams um quite a lot of teams so and there'll be some questions here today on that as well so with that being said let me introduce my guest for today you've heard him from um episodes on when we did the weekend as early as that then we had some uh him on some of our segments as well um for our new uh segment the symphony um he was on the chronic you he will be on uh a j cole album i'm not gonna say which one but if everyone knows uh if once this is released it might be already released but um you'll hear him as well and he'll be on many plenty more of those as well just because uh, this guy is my brother um we do listen to a lot of music that are are very uh, overlapping soccer is also one of the things we keep con- in connecting with I learned soccer from him. He learns basketball from me. So it's an interchangeable <laughs> relationship we got there. So with that being said, um, friend of the pod, my brother, my friend, Ali Sukru, if you can please introduce yourself and the topic for today that you chose um, out of the two topics I've given you is the top five disappointing players of this season so far. So if you can please give us a little statement uh, to summarize that list for us, please. Yeah, uh, so Ali Shukru here, always a fan of joining this and being a part of it. Love having the discussions with you. Sometimes we have disagreements too, which makes for good conversation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm sure the the fans listening out there will have a lot to say as well. Um, As far as my top five disappointing players list, I'm a big fan of the Premier League. So I'll just leave it at that. I think you'll, you'll be able to get an idea of what my list might look like from that. Okay. Well, thank you again for your time today, as always. Um, a lot to be learned here today, uh, for sure, from my aspect, because this is not my forte as much as basketball. Basketball is my religion since 2003. Um, but for this sport, I've watched since 2014. So I'm pretty, well, like more regularly um, since 2014, since uh, my team, won the world cup i guess i jumped on that bag bandwagon yeah and then i'm watching american football as well so we have a little tie there as well with our mm-hmm. teams but with that being said um yeah the premier league is one of those leagues i follow a lot as well because that's one of my teams is on there and uh, we'll talk more about that so with that being said spoiler alert from my list for people at home uh i'm tony i'm the host you i don't need to recognize uh, i only need to introduce myself um there's no 
Chelsea teams on here, uh, Chelsea players on here. But my secondary um, player, uh, my secondary team, which you'll hear soon, one of the players is on there. Uh, Ali, if if you're uh, since you already know what my secondary team is, you already know who that player will be. Um, Most likely, if you put the bet money bet down, bet three sixty five, <laughs> which we've been doing quite a lot, um, you might win your odds against that one. So, um, with that being said, let's dive into the random number generator here. Um, this is a portion where we spin a number from one to twenty five. Whoever lands the closest to that number um, gets to go first. So. Ali, um, right now it's saying number two. What number would you like to pick from one to 25 today? Uh, we're talking about top five, so I'll just pick five. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick number nine, and you'll see why. Um, so, <laughs> um, so we're sitting number two. So Ali's got five, I got nine. We're spinning in three, two. Wow. Okay. It was so close for being, yes, in the middle. But it's uh, sitting at number six. So you get to go first, and then I'll go second. So I'll put a timer up for you here um, for for five minutes. And then, yeah, if you have an order of however you want to go, top to bottom, bottom to top, that's up to you. Just explain the reason why you went in that order, and then share your list as well. So, um, Ali, if you are ready to share your list of your top five disappointing players for this season, please. I am ready yet. So basically the way I've put my list together is it's going from five being the least worst, like least disappointing to one being the most disappointing player. So I'll start with number five. I put Saul who plays on Chelsea as a lone player right now from Atletico Madrid. He's barely, you barely hear about him now. And he used to be talked about as one of the best midfielders. Um, And then he moved to Chelsea and some people have even forgot that he's on loan at Chelsea. I even so forget I have he's there. on our roster. So, <laughs> um, next one, Jack Grealish. What a disaster! Which, to be honest, you kind of could have guessed. I mean, City's stacked in his position in the front line. City's stacked all over, to be honest, and I just don't think he's a fit for their team. It was not a needed move, in my opinion, especially with the way that Pep sets up his teams to play. I don't see him as an effective player for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up. Probably one that I'm going to get a lot of hate for, but Lionel Messi. Um, Almost my most disappointing player of the season. He couldn't do anything, and if anything, it made it worse at PSG. Um, They looked half decent at the start of the season, and so many people hyped them up for the Champions League, and yet again, they have failed. Mm -hmm. Um, You could also point out that this is possibly Pochettino's doing, um, though as he has a tendency to only push teams so far, but as an Arsenal fan, I'll say this. You can take the man out of Spurs, but you can't take Spurs out of the man. He'll always be a failure no matter where he goes because he had a connection to Spurs. Next up, Romelu Lukaku, another Chelsea player. Guy's been a complete disgrace, first of all, okay? He's talking about how much he loves Inter Milan. If I was Chelsea, I wouldn't even play him again for the rest of the season. And I just let him rot on the bench after comments like that. I understand he apologized, but you just don't do that in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'll gladly put up my hand and say that I got this one wrong. Cause I thought he would totally tear it up for Chelsea, but he clearly hasn't. And now they're depending on Kai Havertz, who's been phenomenal. Um, and my most disappointing player of the season, 
is Jaden Sancho on Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy was t- being talked about like he was going to be the United savior. And yet here we are again with a 37-year-old Ronaldo leading the line and saving them. And I keep hearing things like, oh, he needs to adapt. He's young. Well, he used to play in the Premier League. I know he was a young in, but he tore it up at Dortmund and his price yeah. tag is not justified. I mean, they spent a fortune to try and get him there. And uh, if he wasn't British, I think that they wouldn't, you wouldn't hear this whole, he needs time to adapt. He'd be thrown under the bus. So that's my list. All right, perfect. Thank you, Ali. Um, so I'll share my list and then we can share each other's thoughts on each other's list. So, um, so if you can bring up the timer for me and I would do the top five most pleasantly surprising um, football players. Yeah, I'm just pulling up the timer here. Yep. When you're ready. Okay. So same thing with Ali. Um, I'm going to go five to one. So number five is the least pleasantly surprising out of this list and number one being the most. So um, number five, I'm going to have to give it to um, my my guy. Um, he was on... I don't know. I don't think he was on Chelsea, but he was on Real Madrid. Um, and he, he was, he's a young guy, right? I guess, I think he plays for Tunisia, if I'm not mistaken or something like that, but, um, or Algeria, one of those two teams, but, um, he plays right, he plays right back for PSG, uh, Hakimi. Um, of all the players that PSG has signed this year, he might have been the best signing this year. Um, definitely a good signing for, to replace their old right back for sure. Um, I think they just needed time to have him, you know, implanted and he's been a good fit compared to the right, the right wing, um, which you already have mentioned. So, um, number four, this player was on, and my, my friend and I, Ali here, we have talked plenty about this guy. Um, and how in the Italian league, this it's like a sur- surrogate like plant, like they're just building up like players from the squad and just put it like shipping them away to this specific club. And that's um, Dusan Blahovic. Um, this guy has been amazing with Fiorentina, um, goal scorer, crazy goal scorer. And um, you, you just can't see like he's always on Instagram, like you always see his like his his plays and stuff like that. And for him to transfer to such a big club for that amount, I think Chiesa, him, and then shipping on Dybala out with uh, just bring in one more winger. I mean that that's a young front three for the for the for time for forthcoming future. Um, number three for me, my guy on my second team. I don't know why he's got shafted the last two years for not winning the Ballon d'Or. Lewandowski off of. Poland and Bayern FC Bayern Munich um this guy is breaking another record fifth season in a row just crazy goal scoring and I think this is he's the first player to do this since Gerd Müller in like the 60s or 70s and that is nuts um for someone his like I it seems like besides from Messi it seems like the older you get the better goal score like the goal scorers are like Ibrahimovic, him, um, and Ronaldo, and and Lewandowski is no exception there, and he's 
and I'll touch more upon Jaden Sancho because I think I have a really tough opinion on uh, Dortmund for sure and how Dortmund players, when they leave, what, what happens to them. My second player here, um, he also played for Bayern in the past. Um, he played in Prem before, left for Bayern, and then came, uh, went to Barca and then went straight back to, to the Prem. Um, that's Philippe Coutinho. Um, went in. Crazy debut. The first five games just coming off. Um, I think it was like his first eight games. He's had like five five goals and three assists or something like that. Crazy. Um, just consistent. Just as this is the Philip continue we've seen during Liverpool. Liverpool. And this is something that, you know, we we wish that we got to see more of him consistently when he was in Bayern or when he was in Barca. Um, speaking of Barca, that's my number one um uh up there. I am um, I'm going to cop out a bit here. I'm not going to choose a specific player. I'm just I'm going to really uh, focus on the top three: Adama Traore, um, and then you have Ferran Torres, and then uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Um, for those three up front, um, what they done for their team last season was okay to subpar to mediocre, and now they got revitalized once they went to Barca. Obama Yang, you already know, he was on your team. He's doing Dortmund numbers again. Um, Ferran Torres is still young. I think if he was on Man City, I'm glad he went to Barca because he has more opportunities to play there. And Adama Traore, you know, he's a manly beast array. So the way he played with the Wolves, I think that regardless of where he goes, um, right now he's on loan with Barca, but if he stays there, stays there permanently, that's a good backup or that's a good starting rotational piece for them. So that is my top five players uh, that were pleasantly surprising this year. Okay, so let's dive into uh, your list for a second here first. So can you repeat your list for us, please? Yeah, so starting from the, um, I guess, least disappointing players to the most disappointing Number five was Saul. Um, number four was Jack Grealish. Mm-hmm. Number three, Lionel Messi. Number two, Romelu Lukaku. And number one, Jaden Sancho. So I'll talk about the Chelsea players first. <laughs> that's, that's my squad. Um, if I had to make that list and you told me to rearrange it based on disappointing-wise, mm-hmm. I think I would have flipped. I would have flipped Saul and and Lukaku. I understand the drama that Lukaku has brought to him, but at least he did some goal scoring. Niguez, I I even forgot he was on our squad. That's why so disappointing though. But you put him on fourth as one of your least number five. Yeah, number five, right? I would have put him up more higher than Lukaku because at least Lukaku produces. Um, when Werner actually Werner is an honorary mention too he hasn't been anywhere this season Um, but yeah I mean it's it's uh, him I know Pulisic has been injured um, but then you have Havertz and then um, Callum uh, Hudson-Odoi who's been on the other wing who's been pretty decent but then I mean Lukaku has been doing okay like he started poorly and then he did okay as the season went, like not great inter- Inter Milan or the first in at Lukaku uh, at, um, at uh, Chelsea numbers or even uh, Everton numbers, but at least he still makes an impact. 
I barely see Sao get PT. Um, and I don't know if that's the midfielders being too like too redundant. When they signed Sao, I thought that was kind of a bad move in a sense, just because I was like, we already have so many good midfielders. Like, I don't know why we needed one. I get like we got rid of um what's his name? Tammy Abraham, but he's a forward. Like we still had Conte, we still had George. I mean, Conte's injured still, but we had Jorginho, we had Barkley, we had Mount, we had Kovacic. Like we had a plethora of young wings plus wings. Uh, sorry, young midfielders and midfielders who could play. So when mm-hmm. we signed Saul, I was like, this is a bit redundant. So that that kind of goes with the whole notion of Manchester City, why Grealish is yeah. he doesn't get PT either, right? Again, I don't know if this, uh, this is Tuchel's way of playing that he doesn't like to play certain guys or um, whatnot, but or or certain position have a lot of people in certain positions. But um, with that being said, I, I feel like he had no PT time, and he even when he had PT time, it felt like he always got outshined by everyone else. Like he wasn't yeah. that Atletico Madrid type of player. But that's 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 why compared to Lukaku for me Lukaku still has those little sparks those glimpses those flashes he he does but for me like the way I look at it is the most disappointing for me like I expected so much from Lukaku oh yeah so your expectations yeah right like my personal expectation like when I when I when like the rumor came out he's going back to Chelsea I was like man this guy's gonna tear up the league like top goal scorer for sure. Also, was I the one who told you that that wouldn't work? I believe so. You had said that you thought he wouldn't be as yeah because I said we I said I said we got Tammy and Werner. Why do like especially Werner? Why do we need Lukaku since we just signed Werner last year? Yeah, but Werner's been underwhelming too, right? He has. He has. I, yes. I, I just it's it's weird. Like you need. I don't know the way that that Tuchel likes to play. I think it's just it's not suitable, right? Like his mm-hmm. tactics don't seem to suit a guy like Lukaku. If if I could take Lukaku at Arsenal, mm-hmm. oh my god! <laughs> if you could take any maybe, world star player, maybe maybe again I'm over overreaching and thinking that he's that good. Mm-hmm. But I've seen what Lukaku can do when he has the players around him. When he oh. has tactics that go with his style of play and i think he's a great player so that's why i had him so high up on my list Mm -hmm. he was really good in everton right that's the thing yeah yeah and then and then uh on when he got to inter the first year he was kind of shoddy and i think um conte took over that team if i'm not mistaken and he just Mm -hmm. re-sparked again and i was like holy fuck like well conte he's one of my favorite coaches and i hate that first I hate that he's at Spurs, but he is one of those coaches where he literally is like, I need you to die for me on the pitch. Like if you're not going to, if you're not going to give your all, then you're not playing. It's plain and simple. So it's up to the player, whether they're going to give their all. So that's why I think he's a very good fit for Spurs, even though I hate to say it. I think Conte is just a very good manager. Like if you look at it, like you compare our, uh, Chelsea's roster now versus the roster that Chelsea had when he won it with us. 
mm-hmm. um, our roster currently now, arguably speaking, is much more deep and much more talented than the roster we had in the back of the days. We had what? Zappa Costa, like guys like those. And we didn't have like Christensen and Rudiger were there, but they were unproven. We didn't have Thiago Silva. No. We, we had an aging Alonso. I think we had David Luiz and John Terry, I think. Yeah, and then we didn't we didn't have um Reese James, we didn't have Ben Chilwell, um we didn't have Mendy, we had Keppa back then. I think we gave check to you guys already at that time. Or um awesome. we either had Keppa or we had Courtois at that time. And then of course we had Hazard. Um yeah. but besides that, like Hazard was our best player, and then um I guess in addition to Conte too, but um Didier Dogba was on our team. And I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Diego Costa. Like, yeah. and Pedro, and then Willian. Like, okay, now you look at it. <laughs> yes, they, the talent is, you can argue, well, it's, it's, they, they, they're as talented as we are now, but they were much older at that mm-hmm. stage. They were, and, they were at the later stages of their careers. And, and for the, for Conte to get what he got, out of those players to make Diego Costa relevant again, to have Hazard, to have the season that he had to force Real Madrid to unleash the number. That was yeah. another player that I would put on your honorable mention is Eden Hazard. He um, is one that I thought about having on there, but like he's barely played. He's been injured. He hasn't played for a year and a half now since he got there. It's crazy. And then another one that I thought of was Gareth Bale. Yeah. But like he's been disappointing for he's it's weird. There's like there's the Real Madrid Gareth Bale and then there's the Wales Gareth Bale. They're like and two Tottenham. completely different players. Tottenham. And Tottenham Gareth Bale. Like it's just it's it's weird. Like he's like a completely different player at Madrid. I don't know if like he's not he feels he's not appreciated by the fans because like he helped them win so many so many champions leagues. Like I think he won four out of the five they've been in. And I think because Ronaldo and Benzema got all the credit for that, he maybe didn't feel as loved or as appreciated. So he doesn't really care to give as much. Because when you see him playing for Wales, like the stuff that he pulls off, the the amount of passion that he has when he's playing is completely different. Mm -hmm. And the same thing he had at Spurs. When he was on Spurs, he was just, he He was was wild. goals in. Right? So, I mean, that's why... And that's what happens with Real Madrid. They just that's why they're Galacticos. They just go and pick up whoever's putting up numbers, whoever looks like they're gonna be in, they're already blowing up. Madrid doesn't mind. Here's the money. We well look at um uh, look at who they got, Frankfurt's uh Jovic. That that yeah, Because he up. had he had a great season at Frankfurt, right? He had a great season there and then and he looked promising. And I think the problem with him was he jumped the gun too early like he should have waited he should have just stayed there for another year it was a big step to go from a team like frankfurt some players can do it right some players have joined madrid from lower clubs and been able to to replicate their form but for him i guess it just didn't work out yeah i think he just needed to go to like frankfurt to dortmund then to thing or like frankfurt to like you know, some some like mid-tier, B-tier level or A-minus yeah. level team before heading into Real Madrid. Because when you're on Real Madrid, it's like you're ready to play. Like, 
It's not more development anymore. And I know that's like kind of contradicting what I'm saying because you have guys like Rodrigo and Vinicius Jr. and those younger guys, but I mean, they're in and Militia, but they're an exception, right? So Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> they're all Brazilian and there's something about it. With Brazilians, it's like the hype is real. And it's either they're gonna they're gonna be a star or they're gonna be a total disaster and just throw their whole career away. It's funny we had that uh, conversation uh, last week when we met for lunch, and it was uh, Adriano was a name we oh brought my up. God. Every time someone says that name, he's one player that if he if he actually tried and like tried to be the player that he could have been. Mm-hmm. I think he would be one of the greatest of all time. Like, that's how good he was. When I watched that guy play, I was so impressed. Yeah, yeah. He had it all. He just, he just kind of let it go. Like, he just yeah. – I think he got, he got his paycheck, and he was like, you know what? I'm good. I can, I can survive off this. My family's eaten, you know? So. And, and another player I was going to bring as well, which had, like, a very – which was disappointing to see because he had a very like memorable memorable peak, but it was way too quick of a climb, and it was way too short of a peak. Was Kaka? Yeah, he, he was, was one of the cute. best midfielders in the world at that time, at yeah. a very young age of what, like maybe around under twenty five years old. And next thing you know, he. Uh, <laughs> He he drops two now, and now he's playing in the MLS. So, still shows flashes of brilliance here and there, though. For the, for the yeah. MLS, when you when you when you have it, when you when you have it, you have it. I guess. Yeah. You can always pull it out of the locker. Look at Coutinho on your list. Hey. Right. Hey, that's true. All right, so so let's look at the rest of the other guys. So you had. <laughs> Um, you had two Chelsea players in Saul and you had Lukaku. Then you had Grealish with Shari I talked about. Um, before we head into Sancho, what was, who was your other player? Messi. Messi. Now, so when, when Messi signed with PSG, my, my reaction was this. If, and, and same goes with Man City signing Grealish. Grealish, I had a fear that he was going to be hype. He was just all hype. And it, it feels like the same as if it, it was like Jovic jumping into Real Madrid, right? That that same that same a uh, very similar comparison. Too high of a jump, yeah. Too high of a jump. Even though even though Grealish's name since he was like maybe 15, 16, 17, has been one of those names where like oh watch out he's one of England's future and then he just disappears out of nowhere and he comes back and then he revitalizes uh, his career with West Ham for what well, West Ham right? It was it. Aston Villa. Aston Villa for like, I don't know, like a good... Well, he's a Villa boy. He's an Aston Villa boy. And I think think another reason he got hyped so much Mm -hmm. is because Grealish is originally Irish. He was going to play, and he did play for Ireland. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. When he switched his nationality and decided he was going to play for England, the England fans absolutely adored him, right? Yeah. That rivalry goes back in history, England and Ireland, England and Scotland. Yeah. They don't like each other from way back when, right? And unfortunately, mm-hmm. to this day, they still sometimes have their drama and their beef. Yeah. But when Grealish decided to go with England, he became a golden boy. 
And, and now it was like, okay, well, he chose England over Ireland. Like, this guy's amazing. Like, we love him. Mm-hmm. But I also have to say, we hear more about the Premier League than we do of any other league, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It's the most popular league in the world. Whether you want to say it's the biggest one, that's up to you. But most people would say it's the most popular league that everyone is aware of when you talk yeah. about football. So in that case... I think we hear more hype about these players, especially when they're British, right? So Grealish had all that hype. He looked great at Villa. He fit right in. I think also he needs a team where he is the star player. Mm -hmm. At City, there is no one player that you look at and say he's the star of the team. Maybe you would say De Bruyne, maybe. But, I mean, you could pick out players from different positions on that team. Yeah. And all of them would get into any other team almost yeah. in the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I mean that that makes a lot of sense then because when I watched the Euros, I was like, I get he's a looker, like he's a good looking fella, but like yeah. why is he so like like everyone's sucking on his dick all of a sudden? Like I don't I don't get that, right? That happens with every British player. It's because we hear about them the most. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Right? I mean, like Mason Mount, great oh, player, yeah. right? Phil Foden, Phil Foden, another great kid. Ben Chilwell, Saka, Ben Chilwell, Rashford, Back- Marcus Rashford. He's fell off too now. Like you don't really hear much of him. He doesn't even want to be at United. Apparently, he wants to leave. And now apparently Arsenal's looking at him. Honestly, I might take a gamble on him, depending on how much he's willing to cut his paycheck. You can join us. <laughs> and we have a tendency whenever we've taken a United player from like whenever Arsenal's taken a United player, they've turned out to be pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. They turn out to be like a cult hero almost at Arsenal. Cause we're like, Oh, we snatched one of your guys. Not Was the same. Uh, uh, did you uh, snatch uh Santi Cazorla off of them or something like that in the past? No, Cazorla was from Spain. It was Danny Welbeck. Oh, Welbeck. Well, but and he became kind of like a cult hero. So to this day, when he like scores for Brighton, and he they beat like Liverpool one time, or they beat like Chelsea yeah. or United or something, uh, they're always like, he did it for Arsenal, he did it for Arsenal. The uh, <laughs> difference is though, when we take players from United, sometimes they're pretty decent. When we take players from you guys from Chelsea, <laughs> it's like, it's like what the hell is this? This ain't you, the. You- Louise that we thought we were getting. This isn't the Peter Check we thought we were getting. I mean, Check did decent for us. Louise did, they did decent. But the amount of errors these guys made, I was like, what is going on? Right? They're like, guys. Well, agent, agent Check. <laughs> He's here on, on a mission to ruin the Arsenal goalkeeping situation. And and I loved it how, like, after he went to your guys' squad, he came back to us and all this, like, talk from you guys again came up it's like i i fucking knew it i fucking knew it he was not one of ours <laughs> same with david louise i believe he came back too after he went to your guys so i don't know what happened to david louise right now i think he's he's just kind of uh, he's playing uh, in brazil right now oh yeah he's back home probably he's got his money he's happy so um yeah that's that's grealish for you and then we had uh messi and sancho what are the other two on my list? Yeah, well, I mean, Messi, again, like going back to it, what what my point was, like when he's seen Grealish rumored to be going to Man City, we're like, oh, my God. And then when we seen Messi going to PSG next, we're like, and I was like, yo, 
if Massey, uh, if PSG and Man City, barring injuries, which we rarely seen any, maybe maybe for Man City, KDB was their biggest injury. Yeah. And maybe like their center backs, like Ruben Diaz has been injured a bit now. Uh, Stones and Laporte have their injury qualms here and there. Um, and then for, for PSG, what Neymar was injured for a bit and, and uh, maybe Verratti. Yeah. Like that's it. Right. And, and, and you look at it, you're like, that's nothing. And Messi was healthy this whole year and he is not the, he's not scoring as much as, you know, not even half the goals that he usually does. And, yeah. and, and when, when they signed him, I was like, yo, if they don't win, they fucked up somewhere. Yeah, it's a big disappointment. Yeah. And now they're not even looking like they could. They, they're looking like they're dropping League One, too. League One. Like, they were yeah, on really by like by, like, 16 points, and the lead's getting cut every week. They start lo- – they've been losing, like, 2 nothing here, 3 nothing there, one nothing here. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I don't yeah. watch League One. I, I, I know these players, and, and, like, I watch highlights, but I don't watch the games themselves. Like, they still have a huge gap. I'm looking at the table right now. Like, the points are – PSG's got 65, and Marseille, which is in second, has 53. Mm. So they're most likely going to win the league still, but the gap was a lot bigger earlier, mm. and now it's slowly starting to drop. So – I'm sure they'll still win it, but you're at a point where you look at that table and you look at that league and you yeah. say to yourself, okay, PSG is the obvious favorite with the amount of talent they have on their team. They should be winning it. It should just be an automatic, right? Like there shouldn't be competition from any other team. And the other team that people would think would, would be a competition, Leo, right? They've been, they've been garbage this season. Yep. Uh, Lyon, they've also been horrible this season. They're down in the table. Like the teams that you thought would put up a decent fight, but none of them were you like, I'd put my money on them to win the league. Well, the thing is like, you know, and that's why Premier League is so interesting. A lot of people watch it, right? It's because mm-hmm. Prem and arguably I would say Syria. I mean, we can have this argument with anyone, right? And they'd say certain things, but with them, year after year, you for the most part you don't know who's going to be first but for the german league for the french league and possibly for the spanish league you are for certain that you can either pencil or pen it in as whoever's going to win it all it's either bayern psg or um real madrid or barcelona and sometimes atletico madrid will win like every three years or something like that but like yeah so yes. um, I'm interested to hear your your take on Sancho because you seem kind of flip flop between the idea of him being no a... no no. So I'm not flip flop. I, I I agree. Sancho has been a wash. Even with uh, England squad, he wasn't really that good. To be honest with you, I don't know what happened to him. Um, my 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 thing was because I'm a Bayern fan. My secondary team, knowing yeah. how they are like the young younger team and like the B team of the, the the younger sibling of Bayern like we we keep a close eye on their talent right and we we try to harvest their players for ourselves oh, you mean when he was on Borussia yeah when he was on Borussia so yeah. 
but my thing is like it seems like for guys who leave Borussia Dortmund to go anywhere else besides from Lewandowski everyone has been a flop I'm trying to think I mean like or or or, or sorry and Hakimi but majority of the time once they leave Dortmund they don't end up being as good of a player like you look at Dembele great player he just has injury issues all the time um yeah you forgot about to mention him in the Barca lineup this man's been pulling like 10 assists already this season like more than his last two seasons combined for your list yeah I'd put him up no for your list he's slowly starting to come back right yeah yeah so he's he's looking good um but yeah Sancho left and I think also my thing is like you come to the Premier League you got to be on your game the pundits are always on you, right? Not only that, he's British and he came back. So this 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 turns me to the question of now people are saying, okay, you got to get Jude Bellingham, right? Like he's the next big kid that you yeah. need, right? They want to bring him. They want to bring him to the Premier League. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you bring him to the Premier League. Can he do it? Mm. The pressure is going to be too much for him. I feel like these players, if they haven't been nurtured in the Premier League and stayed in the Premier League when they come back to the Premier League if they left at a young age they don't seem to cut it they can't seem to do it and I think another thing as well is like men it's like I watch a lot of basketball right and and I'll use baseball as well as as an analogy right like when you're in a big market team like Manchester United all eyes are on you yeah like like they they are yearning they are fucking yearning for at least at a minimum a champions league appearance for next every single year because mm-hmm. they always seem to miss the mark right because of signings like signings that don't hit as you can see you've seen Pogba Paul Pogba was the biggest signing like and that didn't hit right and it's like what the fuck right and then you're Cavani and so forth like Ibra and so forth like Ibra scored goals for them but Ibra you know it wasn't the same. Well, they were getting old, those guys. Like, Cavani's older. He's ready to leave. I yeah. think he's going to head back to – I think he wants to play in Argentina or something. Like, he wants to be close to home. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, home. you had guys like Darmian and, like, Eric Bailly. We heard Eric Bailly's name for years, and he's never gotten healthy. Uh, Chris Smalling, like, another British guy. Like and- Odd thing, though, he went to Roma. He's, like, a star there. Mind so, you, Roma's not doing too hot right now, but that's a Mourinho situation, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But um, and then you have De Gea had some slack, uh, had some flat cut like shot to him the last few years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. he's he's actually okay this season. Um, but with that being said, it's like it could be one of those things because I look at Borussia Dortmund, the players that have been shipped to the EPL have been who? Uh, you have. Sancho. Sancho. Obama Yang came from there. Obama Yang. And they didn't do so hot. The only player that I can see that did okay but had a rough start was Pulisic. Yeah, he's got the injuries, but he's been doing well. Like when he needs to step up in important games, I feel like he's a player that he knows that. And, and I think well. and I think that's the thing because he's not he's not he does he he's not British or he has that mindset of I need to step it up. You know what I mean? Like, this is one of those things where it's like, if I don't, then I'm getting shipped out sort of deal because I'm not one of these 
higher touted names who are going to be there for the long run. You know what I mean? Like Obama Yang has made a mark for himself year after year after year in the Bundesliga competing with Robin Lewandowski or competing with Muller or Miroslav Klose to be the leading scorer. Right. You know what I mean? And the golden boot of Bundesliga. And um, mm-hmm. so he, he's been touted as that and whoever picks him up will get a guaranteed goal scorer. Yeah. For the most part, that's at least you get 10, 15 goals off of a season. Definitely. So, but I think I think, the, yeah. Go ahead. It's it's the it's the British thing. That's what it is. Yeah. It has to be because these players come back to the Premier League. They can't do it. You think of players that came from other leagues, from say Borussia, let's say, right? Uh, Gundogan. Mm. He's been great for City. Yeah, great player, yeah. and he has uh, he gets PT as well. A lot of PT actually. Yeah. So I don't know. Those are, that that's that's what I would say in regards to Sancho though, like he's he's been disappointing. Okay, because I, I I wanted him I wanted him at Arsenal. Yeah. So. Okay, so let's let's head into my list here. So I'll go through my list again. So it's uh, um, my top five pleasantly surprising players for the season was Hakimi, Vlahovic, Lewandowski, Coutinho, and then the Barca front line. Um, do you have any thoughts on my list that you want to dive into? So you say pleasantly surprising, right? On your list. I wouldn't put Lewandowski there. I expect that from him. He's that good. I expect him to hit those numbers. I know. My, my, and sorry to cut you off, but, and the team he's on, come on, you're on Bayern Munich, one of the greatest teams yeah, but then but then you look at it though, right? Like Muller's on that team, Sane's on that team, Nabry's on that team. You have a bunch of goals. A Coman too. Sorry, I forgot even about Coman. Yeah, like yeah. you you have a bunch of goal scorers, yet Lewandowski, technically logically speaking, his numbers should drop with all those goal scores on it. Like Sane, Sane now seems like more like a passer. Like he seems like a ribbery type. More than a fucking, but that's that's Byron's success. They know that they got success from that in the past. They're just repeating it, and yeah. no one can resolve. No one can. No one not resolves. No one can can stand up to it. No like one you can know, stop it. Yeah, you know what they're gonna do. You know mm-hmm. how they're gonna play. Mm-hmm. It's just they're that good that you can't. Like it's. It might sound. It might sound cliche, but like they're a well-oiled machine. They are. Like that is that is the German way. Like yep. they're just that they, you they're effective, they know what they're good at, they know how to do it, and they do it the best. But that's a that's the ironic part though, because if that's the German way, how does Bayern keep winning and Germany keeps on losing? That's I will mention I will mention that later on. I have written stuff about that okay. that we'll talk about. Okay. Back but then that. yeah, um for myself, I don't know. Like I put it on there just because okay, yeah, bias bias aside yeah but the thing is like Lewandowski it's surprising to me that he can do this year after year after year yet no one he gets no recognition I will talk to you about this we'll talk about this Lewandowski I have so much to say about him like he needs his flowers like I get Messi and Ronaldo are there like I'm with you Ballon d'Or man he's got shafted twice in my I'm with you I'm 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 Honestly, I have the same thought. 
And that's no I'm disrespect like, to Modric, but no, he shouldn't have won that year. I mean, they're they're basing Modric off the fact that Croatia did so well. Yeah, in the in the Euros, yeah. Yeah. And they and and in the World Cup they had made it to the finals too. Yeah. Against yeah. France. So yeah. um as far as other people on your list, um Hakimi's been great. Oh, and yeah. he's he's a, he's a I don't know, did Morocco he's on Morocco. I don't know if Morocco made Morocco, it. yeah, my my bad. Yeah, that's wrong. Wrong I don't know if they made I don't know if they made the World Cup. I, I don't think they did, no. Um Vlahovic, he's just an animal. Like I was, I was so twenty two. He's twenty two. Yeah, I was so disappointed that Arsenal couldn't get him. Um, I understand him wanting to stay in a league that he's familiar with and going to Juve, which is considered one of the top teams in Italy. That's fine. Yeah. I figured it was going to be Juve or AC Milan is where he was going to end up. Yeah. That was my guess. Um, and like we said, the history of Fiorentina giving players to Juve is just ridiculous. Yeah. And now they have two parts. Vlahovic and Chiesa, who are both from Fiorentina's team. Well, well, I forgot to mention in the back line they also have Chiellini as well. He's old now, but but he's still he's still the Fiorentina to transplant to Juve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as other people on your list, of course, Coutinho has been a revelation at oh, yeah. Aston Villa. I think it's helped that he has a manager in Gerard who already knows the type of player he is and what he's yeah. capable of doing and how he plays. So that's helped him. And it's also another sense of Coutinho is a type of player. He shines on a team where he is a star player, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, he likes to have that limelight. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's been perfect for him. Um, Obama Yang, I have no bad words to say about him as far as Barcelona's front line. You, uh, I always loved him at Arsenal, regardless of if he started to slack or wasn't playing as well as he used to near the yeah, end yeah. of his time with us. I think yeah. that's on our manager. Um, why did he shift him to the left? You know, like he's a striker. Play him up front. Let him do his thing. I get you wanted to change your tactics. tactics. Um, luckily, we are doing okay without him. We are slowly picking up our pace and, and racing for top four. Um, we're in the spot right now. But I think it was a great move for Barcelona. I think they needed someone like Obama Yang, especially um, he's with quick. Messi with Messi gone too. Yeah, they needed someone like him. Um, I like what Xavi has done at Barcelona. Oh, I yeah. I think he's, he's smart. He knows that... Um, the Spanish league is played at a slower pace, I find, but he just, he's smart. He knows like if he's got the quick forwards and his midfield is just like, oh. Barca's academy is just disgusting. Like just unreal. Jesus Christ. Um, and I'll touch up on that a bit more, but as far as your list goes, like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with, with the five that you've given. Um, if you hadn't said Barcelona's front line or one of those players as your number one, I would have been, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, I, I figured yeah. as soon as you said that, I was like, okay, yeah. The rest of the list, I think, is pretty much uh, – it, it plays itself out. Yeah, and I had to cop out and say Barca's front line because, like, <laughs> Traore, Coutinho uh, – sorry, not Coutinho. Um, Obama Yang, um, Usman Dembele, Ferran Tor- Like, that front line – like I can't single one of them out. Like they just has such a big, big impact on how Barca's been doing. And like, it's just straight pace. Yeah. It's it's yeah. 
They just it's run. Every, it's every career mode manager's dream. <laughs> Man, you want a FIFA team to play with where you're just going to smoke the other team? You 99 pace. That, right? 99 pace, yeah. 99 pace. That's all you need. Um, any honorable mentions? That we I, was about about. To, I was about to ask you that. Um, I had two on my list that I think were a huge failure. Mm. And this is just PSG in general. Like, where's Ramos? The hell happened? Uh, yeah. You know, he, I think, was... He was injured a bit, no? He, he is injured. I get that. But I think he just, he... I don't know what got into his brain if he just was chasing money. Like, why would you leave Madrid? You're a one-team player. It's the same thing with Messi. Can like I could never imagine Messi at another team. I could never imagine Ramos at another team. There are certain players you look at and you're like, this guy will be at this team for life. Well, that's what we thought about uh, Sergio Aguero, and then. Well, I mean, yeah, like, but but look what happened to his career. God, God for like, well, yeah I, yeah, I mean, he's got his his health issues and stuff, so that's a different story. But these guys, like, they don't have the conditions that he's had, like he's not allowed to play anymore, Aguero. Yeah. But like Ramos, like why would you leave Madrid? You were considered a, a legend there. The, they loved you there. They would have built a statue for him for sure. Right. Same thing with Messi. Like, yeah, they still love him. But like, if you turn around, I'm sure if you turn around to fans of Barcelona now, you say, do you want Messi back? I think they'd be split. Yeah. I think a lot of fans would say, well, we, we want him back for the nostalgia. Right. Like you think of all the things that he's done with with Barcelona, but and how long he's been at Barcelona since he was little, right? Yeah, but right now they're winning, so they don't want to oh, give exactly. that up. Exactly. So, like, do you want to risk bringing him back and hoping that he can hit the form that he had prior to leaving, or yeah. do you just accept the fact that you know what that 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 stone's been turned? Let's leave it. Like, yeah. don't go yeah. back to it. Um, so Ramos for me, uh, as far as my list, um, and Wijnaldum. Like these are both uh... PSG guys. I thought he'd do well at PSG. I don't know. Just I, I think, like, and I don't believe in like curses and stuff, but I think someone <laughs> has cursed PSG, like all together. They just cannot like get any right. It seems yeah. they're one of the biggest failures for me as far as like this season goes. Um, what about you? You got any on your list that you were or that you want to add to mine? Ooh, it's getting a bit spicy in there, don't you think? But before we head back and finish the rest of this debate, we're going to take a short little break. Usually, podcasts would have sponsor ads here. I don't, unfortunately. I just want to take this time here to tell you guys to go get yourself a glass of water, yell at the clouds, or message your friends of the hot takes you've been hearing thus far. Or you can hop onto our IG account at BB Shop Quintet Podcast and Emails at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com for any comments, questions, or any updates or input. Now, we will see you in a few. I mean, for yours, I think you've got it handled. Um, I forgot about Wijnaldum. I forgot he even existed. That's what I mean, right? Like, the guy's gone under the radar. Because I th- I remember because they got what 
Oh, no, yeah, there is one more player that I forgot that you forgot to mention that I would put on yeah. there. Also from PSG as well, uh, Jean-Louis Donnarumma. Oh, my God. What is he doing? He's 22 years old, won Euros for the Italy, Italian squad, was touted as one of the best goalkeepers, and then he still plays behind Kaylor Navas. Like, I mean, well, he's starting at PSG. But he's not... You know, he's not well. He's not doing well. PSG altogether is just a disaster, man. Do we blame him Pochettino? <laughs> is Pochettino the court, the curse? That's what I'm blaming. I mean, I, I don't know if you want to say it's him or not, but, like, yeah, well, Donnarumma, he was – I still think he can get back on track. He's young enough that he can get back on track, but I think he needs to go back to Italy. Italian players have a tendency to do the best when they're in Italy. Mm-hmm. It's like they they get homesick. They miss the pasta, you know. They want the pizza. They want their nona and nona. Like they, I'm just saying, I don't know. It is. I, I I can't think of many Italian players that have left uh, Syria and have done exceptional things. Yeah. yeah. And don't say Jorginho because he's technically Brazilian. So he's like Brazilian and Italian. Well, I mean, if we're talking about Italians leaving the league. I mean, I know it's the MOS, but Jovinko. Yeah, but again, you just said it. It's the MLS. <laughs> You're playing against 37-year-old defenders. These guys can't run. If you yeah. have... If you have pace, you'll do great. Send Barca's front line to go just play the three of them against MLS, and they'll tear it up, I'm sure. <laughs> That's what it is. Like I just don't find that Italian players are able to do it outside of Syria. I can't think of any. Maybe back when you had, like, Fabio Cannavaro when he was on Real Madrid. Maybe. But, like, majority of Italian players, like legends, they stayed in Italy because they knew their yeah. they knew their place. Del Piero, Totti, Christian Vieri, uh, Chiellini, Bellucci, Cannavaro. Like, these guys Nesta. were all, yeah, these guys were all, like, Juventus and AC Milan. Or Inter, yeah. Maldini, Pirlo. Flip-flop. Yeah. yeah. Who was that, sorry? Cambiasso. Cambiasso was, uh, he's not Italian though. Is he Argentinian? He's Argentinian, yeah. Okay, never mind. Uh, Gattuso, he oh, stayed Gattuso. in Italy, right? So I don't know, like these players, they just don't seem to be, like watch, you'll see. I, I, I can, uh, I'm willing to put my hand out here and mm-hmm. say this. We just said how Italian players can't seem to do it in any other league, except in MLS, they will shine. Watch Insigne shine for TFC. And that's why I, 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 I think I hit my buddy up, but I think I'll hit you up too and the three of us will go. We got to go see a TFC game. Like, of I'm course. I'm penciling it. Of course. Um, but another player that actually, now you mentioned Syria, another player that I would put on your list is uh, Andrea Bellotti. I don't like him. You, we, never... haven't heard, we haven't heard anything from him at all. Yeah, but he doesn't even play for a big team. I'm sorry, Torino fans. Torino, yeah. I don't consider Torino a big. But guy, team. that guy's a 
goal scorer though. Holy, but he hasn't done anything this year. Man, if I'm taking someone from Syria that like isn't on a top team, mm. I'm gonna take that Simeone kid. Well, He's not really the kid. He's been yeah. like yeah, for Hellas Verona. Yeah. He's just been look he's looked great. I've watched a couple of Syria games with him and he, he mm. looks pretty good. I like mm. the way he's playing. Mm. Um but I tend to I tend to think that you need to stay away from like Italian players if you're gonna take them out of Syria. That's my that's oh. my theory. You're glad glad your girlfriend's not home right now. So <laughs> I didn't take her out of Italy. She was in Canada. <laughs> And that's um, MLS, right? So she'll shine you. It's fine. <laughs> um, so on my honorable mentions, um, you mentioned one player that I forgot that um wasn't that I didn't put on there was Kai Hi, uh, Kai Havertz. I yeah. mean, when he was on Leverkusen, right? Leverkusen. Yeah, Bayern Leverkusen. Yep. yep. I mean, that's a that's a very that's like a third, fourth, fifth team in the standings of Bundesliga jumping to like Chelsea's like top tier like one of EPL's top tier teams and I, I get it he had a rough first year but then after that he he found a spot and he just clicked all of a sudden this guy's been yeah. banging goals and it, it's so it's so it's so good to see but I mean the it just took him a a bit longer. That's why I kind of put him honorable mentions. Instead. And maybe, you know what? Maybe some other players on my list, I have to give them another season. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, um, and then my other players I had was, um, so I don't know their names. I know one of them was, uh, Diego Jota, but the other guy, uh, Lu- Ruiz or Luis or something, the winger. That the, the Liverpool sign that, that Liverpool just signed from Porto. Yeah, yeah. Luis Diaz. Oof, those two. He's quick. Those but two are good. I will mention Jota later. I have a lot to say about him. He is one of my favorites right now. Jota. Jo- oh my god. If, if Firmino, bye bye. Jota. Oh my god. Jota, bro. Shit. No, Firmino. Firmino is still good. It's just the things that Jota is doing. It's just crazy especially when he first came to Liverpool I think he scored in like six consecutive matches his first six matches for Liverpool he just scored every game yeah and I'm pretty sure his first debut match he scored in like the first seven minutes or something like that yeah like he is and and I shouldn't be saying this because we just got kicked out of the Euros by them but I love the Portuguese team Hmm. I think they have a great team they're so they just need they need a coach. I know that their coach right now, I think it's Fernando Santos. He's been around for a long time. He knows the game, but I think it's getting to a point where he kind of, and he old changed fashioned. it. He's old fashioned, but he changed his, his lineup and his tactics and players for the Turkey game. And it benefited them. Mm. He realized like, okay, I have all this attacking talent. I should use it. There's no need for me to pack my midfield. Like just, Put the three guys that you need in midfield. Put Bernardo Silva right there. That guy will control the game tempo. And put Ronaldo up top. Pick your wingers. You can put Jota on one side, whoever else you want on the other one. I think it was Otavio that played, and he scored against us. But just the abundance of talent for Portugal, they're always producing. 
yeah. players and and it's just it's crazy they're they're and and then when you talk about Luis Diaz I had seen glimpses of him at Porto and he looked very quick and impressive and I think Klopp is another another coach he likes speed because he's got that that thing is called they call it gagan pressing right yeah. like he just wants his players to constantly hunt for the ball and and just shut down the defense I mean like, that that's why ball. that's the style in Dortmund right yeah, just and then, but that's why his players get injured. Yeah, right. Like Firmino was injured for a bit, and then, but when when Klopp builds a team, like he's done it with Dortmund, he's doing it. He did that Liverpool. Now he's just one of the greatest coaches. Like oh, he's yeah. up for me. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, for for your list, definitely Diaz and Jota, and we'll touch. I'll touch on Jota as well later. Okay. All right, so moving on to, I guess, the second question of this questions list. Um, what's the most, so it's a two-parter, so what's the most disappointing player? Um, it could be on your list, but uh, it could be just in general um, that will bounce back next year. And then the second parter is what good player will come back down to earth? Like someone who's been very pleasantly surprising for you. Not It doesn't have to be on my list either, just in general, uh, that will like – you know, come back to humanity a bit there. Uh, so most disappointing player that will bounce back next year, in my opinion, and this is if he moves clubs. However, it can't be an MLS team. I don't consider that um, a team or like a league that you go to to bounce back. I consider that a league where you're like, I'm ready to end my career and I just want one last paycheck. It's messy. If that guy leaves PSG, and he goes somewhere. Maybe he goes. I mean, you need a team that has a lot of money. So you look at City. Can he go to City and shine? I don't know. Premier League is a whole different league. Premier League is a whole different story. Well, also, but, the second thing is like, will he fit? Or will he be just be another Jack Grealish? Right? Yeah. Because Mars is there. And he plays the exact same role. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I would say he's the player that most likely could bounce back um, as far as back to earth. And this isn't really like back to earth because this player will always be above. In my opinion, he's just he's that amazing. But I'm going to say Ronaldo. And the reason I say that is I think after he tears it up in the World Cup, yeah. which he's going to do, I think, because it's going to be his final one. Yeah. Um. I think he'll be satisfied finally, especially if, if there's a big, if Portugal can win the world cup, um, I think he'll be very satisfied and he'll slowly start to realize like, okay, I've pretty much done everything in my career. Hmm. And this is why this debate will go on depending on the year, depending on the month, but Messi versus Ronaldo, my opinion um there are times where it changes, but I find I lean more towards Ronaldo. And I think the reason that I do that is because Ronaldo has done it with Portugal. Ronaldo has done it with Madrid. Ronaldo's done it at United. Like wherever this man has gone, right? Wherever he's gone, he's been able to have an impact I mean, Juve couldn't win the Champions League with him, but he still had a great impact at Juve. Yeah. So I just feel like, and 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 when it comes to crunch time, like 
you just you know he's the type of player that he wants to shine, but at the same time, as selfish as he is, he kind of knows when he needs to step back and let his team do the thing. And it's not just all about him. But he's one player that I'd always back. So I think um I'm I'm for his sake, I hope that he'll slowly be like, you know, I've done all that I can. Let me try and get to the end of like near the end of my career. Cause what is he like 37 now? He's 37 he, turning 38, I believe. Yeah. And the guy is still doing crazy stuff. Right. So I think slowly he'll be the player that'll come closest to back to her. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, my next question for you here is most overachieving, most overachieving team this year. So because I'm a big um, Premier League guy, I'm going to say there's two teams and this might be biased on the second team. I, I obviously I'm picking Arsenal. Um, my first one, though, most overachieving is West Ham. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at West Ham and yes, they have some great players on their team, but um, I got to give credit to David Moyes, like their coach. Um, what he's doing with them is amazing. And they're really pushing for a Champions League spot, which is fantastic for them, like for West Ham. So I think they're they're really overachieving. Um, and I say Arsenal because, I mean, I'm always critical of my own team, right? Yeah, of course. And, and if you had said to me at the beginning of the Premier League season that, that we would be fighting for a Champions League spot and that we would be in the position that we're in right now, I'd tell you to just beat it. Like, you're lying. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, um, if, if we said Europa League, you'd be like... That's not uh, even, even then, I was doubtful. The way we were playing, the way we were playing, like I didn't even want Arteta there. And I still have my doubts, but I like the direction that we're heading in. Finally, it took long enough, though, because <laughs> um, like we looked like total garbage last season um, when literally our tactic was like pass the ball to, to Kieran Tierney, let him cross it, and inshallah, like hopefully – Inshallah is like a, like a Arabic term, like hopefully like God will help us and we'll yeah, score. Yeah. And like, yeah. I didn't understand why we kept doing that when every team knew that's what we were going to do. And we had no player in the middle of the, in, as, in the striker position that could actually head a ball into a net, like lack of that more like lack of threat. Like the guy, <laughs> the guy couldn't do it. So now finally, like, I think Mikel noticed like, okay, that's not going to work after how many games because he was so stubborn and he wanted to just keep that tactic he realized okay like Lacazette can't do that so I'm going to turn him more into like a creative false number nine player that can get the assists and occasionally score goals and now you're the decoy the decoy yeah and now you're seeing Bukayo Saka is just tearing it up and I, I absolutely love the kid and I hear um he's ready to sign a contract extension I hope he stays because I know Liverpool's interested in him. Klopp absolutely adores him. And then we got Martinelli on the other side, who I, said, who I mentioned and said was going to be a star. Um, and he's slowly starting to shine. So most overachieving teams, West Ham and Arsenal. Most underachieving team, if you haven't guessed, I've ripped, I've ripped on them all day so yeah. far, PSG. Um, you have all that talent and you still fail, Right. And if anything, you did worse than your previous years. Yeah. And um, you're slowly letting your lead at the top of the league fall too. So no wonder fans around the world call it the Farmers League. Like, 
but in all seriousness, no, the, the, like the team, it seems they have many stars individually, but they can't shine as a collaborative team. And that's why I don't think they'll win the CL anytime soon. Like, I don't think yeah. they'll win it. They're like um, the which, Brooklyn, they're like the Brooklyn Nets. Right. If you're making that comparison to basketball. Yeah. Um, and it's their dream to win the Champions League, but they can't seem to do it. So my suggestion to PSG, and I'm sure they're listening to this podcast, and if not, they should be tuning in. Fire Pochettino. Yep. Go bring Pep Guardiola. That is if he wins the Champions League with City this year and decides to go for another challenge. I think he's the coach. He's the only coach that you can bring into PSG where you might stand a chance of getting rid of your Champions League curse. Yeah. Other than well, that, I think you're going to constantly fail. Well, I'm pretty sure dream, uh, Pep's one of his uh, dreams or his nightmare that keeps him awake all these years is uh, <laughs> he wants to win one more with uh, Messi, right? So, Well, with Messi and without Barcelona. Yeah. Well, well, that would be the perfect combination, right? Yeah. Messi stays at PSG. Pep goes there. They get reunited. They bring home the Champions League without Barca. And let's just say they beat Barcelona in the finals too, to make it even that bittersweet. Doubt, story, doubt it, but yeah, story, sure. full circle Cinderella story. Yeah. Okay. My next question for you is: Which team needs a chick uh, a change quickly, and what changes would that have to be? Manchester United. Okay. Um, they need a change quickly because they are just hanging on, in my opinion. Um, They've been that. hanging on. They've been hanging yeah. on for the last few years. And, like, I think what they need to do first is get rid of Pogba. He doesn't want to be in that team. Uh, he's already said, like, he's disappointed that they're not challenging for anything. And this this season's been a wash, like, garbage. Um, in my opinion, it's their midfield that needs work. They need to get someone like Verratti in. Now, this goes back to my point of can Italian players play outside of their league? Uh Verratti might be that exception. He's been great at PSG when he's played. Um, the problem is he has his injury, so I don't know if he can make it in the Premier League. But I would love to see him try. I think he would be great in their midfield. Um, I would also like to raise my hand. I would also tell them to raise their hand and admit that they made a mistake in splashing $80 million for Harry Maguire, the fridge. Um, why would you go out and buy him? Like, I get English hype, English tax, you know? Like, you buy a British player, they they hike up the price right away. Um, go out and buy a proper partner for Varane. He's a great player. Oh, but yeah. when he plays next to Maguire, he's making mistakes, too. He looks like a fool. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what game it was, but I, it was recent. United was playing, I think it was against Tottenham where they were playing Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham and, smashed them, no? No, no, no. They won in the end. Okay. United won because of Ronaldo. Yeah. But there was, a sec- there was a section of the game where United had a free kick. And um, I don't know who took the free kick, but they, they, they kicked the ball into the box. And both Maguire and Ronaldo were going for it. And instead of heading the ball... Maguire just headed Ronaldo in the head and then he fell and Ronaldo was like, what the hell? And I'm like, if I'm Ronaldo, I know I'm a top athlete. I know I'm one of the best. Yeah. And you got me playing with this guy. Yeah. Well, come on, 
go get me go get me a defender who can defend not some guy who moves Stance. like slow moves so slow and like can't do it right yeah, yeah. so for me Manchester United needs a quick fix they should be battling for the Premier League they are one of the best teams if not in England like one of the best teams of all time yeah right um you they're known all over the world they should be a team that's up there mm-hmm. and I'm trying not to be uh as biased as I am towards my own team like Arsenal but Manchester United has always been the team that's always been at the top, but now it doesn't seem like they're going to get back there anytime soon unless they start to make some changes. So I think they're the team that needs to change quickly. Well, in the last five, six years, they've been laughing stock, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. um, good choice, good choice. Uh, so my next question here for you is, uh, because we were talking about FIFA, uh, yeah. the World Cup, sorry, in Qatar, that's going to be happening this year. Um, and we... Canada made it for the first time since 1986. I don't know if they're going to be in your uh, answer for this question, but which uh, national teams or team in a singular uh, were you surprised that made it to the World Cup? And then which teams were you disappointed that missed it? I mean, I know Italy, uh, <laughs> Italy was one and then Turkey was another that possibly biased speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let, let's start off with surprise first, I guess. Or if you want to start with disappointment, that's okay. Yeah. Um, so national teams that made it that I was surprised. There's only two that really surprised me. Of course, Canada. Yeah. Um, at last, we are in the World Cup. My fellow Canadians, um, I know that I, I know for a fact, like, that all Canadians, um, and I think this is just great for Canada in general as far as sports go, we're finally looking like a country that can compete in different, different sports. Like our team are doing well. Right. Um, Like TFC is doing decently or they did Uh, the Raptors. They've won their championship, whether it's things had to go their way. We talked about this, right. When we were having our bubble tea, shout out to all the people who have bubble tea. I had one yesterday too. Again. Oh my God. but yeah, like things are starting to look up for Canada. I think it's great that we're we're looking like a nation that could that could potentially do decently. I don't think anyone is expecting us to do more than a round of sixteen yeah. if we make it out of our group. At groups, group drawings are tomorrow actually, so we'll find out tomorrow by eleven a.m. For those who are interested, um, yeah, we'll find out tomorrow by eleven a.m. Uh, what group we'll be in. I'm scared. For Canada, I think we could end up in a in a group of death. group of death for sure, or a group where we get absolutely tortured. Nonetheless, though, I think it's a great achievement that we've made the World Cup first time since '86. You said yep. um, another country that I am shocked has made it into the World Cup, and this is just because of last time they were in the World Cup, Saudi Arabia. Uh, <laughs> oh no, the last time they were in the World Cup. I'm pretty sure it was 2006 from what I remember. And they got absolutely trashed by Germany, 12 nothing. I'm like, you could have just forfeited and lost 3 nothing. Like, at what point do you just say, you know, we should not play anymore. Let's just have some pride and just walk away. Uh, and walk away. So those are the two teams that, that I was the most surprised that made it. Majority of the other teams, I think, was not that surprising. Um, you could say Qatar, but I mean, they're the host. They have to make it. So that's a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
as far as didn't make it, oh my goodness, this list could be a big one. Um, yeah, of course, Italy. Fluke or not, it's the second World Cup in a row that they won't be in it. Yeah. Um, that's a huge disappointment. Italy is known as a as a country that is a powerhouse in soccer. Well, they just won a Euros. Exactly, that too. Technically, they're the best team in Europe. Technically. Technically, Right? Um, I think the problem with Italy is they don't have a striker up top who can do it. Um, Immobile and Bellotti, no. They don't cut it for me. And Um, they're a bit injured right now too, so. And without Chiesa, like, you don't have that speed. You need him. He's a type of player you need. Um, Other teams, Norway. Oh, my God. No Holland. Noah Odegaard. Odegaard is, is one of my favorites because he plays on Arsenal. He's great. Um, so we're not going to see Haaland in the World Cup. Uh, I would have liked to see what they could do. It's crazy they didn't make it. Sweden didn't make it. I know that they lost to Poland, so I can kind of justify it. But still, they have a very young, talented team. Exactly. Like they, yeah. they have Kulishevsky. They have Alexander Isaac. They have some great players that, that seem to have... Uh, We'll be missing out on a good World Cup, I think. Egypt, no Mo Salah. Mm. I'm sorry, but like I like him a lot. I think I he's too. a great player. But if he can't bring his team into the World Cup, then to me, he can't be considered in the conversation of a GOAT, like greatest all time. And that's why he misses out. He'll miss out on my team of the year. He's, he's has, has he been in the conversation like that? I have never heard him being. People have been saying he's the best player this season. Because okay, he's doing season. it at Liverpool, right? And yeah. he did it last year, and he's brought them the Champions League. And now, and for Liverpool's sake, I hope they don't turn around and look like a fool, but they just painted a huge, uh, like, they have a huge painting of him in Anfield, like a spot in Anfield. Um, I pray to God he stays with you guys for that sake, because if he leaves and you guys have that, you're going to have to paint that whole thing all over again, unless you consider him one of your legends. Um, another, Tur- another country, Turkey, I could add, cause I'm Turkish. Um, but come on, we had to play pro- Portugal. There's no way that Ronaldo was not going to make this world cup. And to be honest, um, and this, this is me being as honest as I can be. Um, if Italy did beat Macedonia, I honestly don't think they would have beat Portugal. And that's coming mm. from a huge fan of Italy. I don't think they would have done it. Um, cause Ronaldo tends to step up when he's needed. And um, you also have to remember Chiellini and Bonucci may have been out of that game too, because they were not. They were both. Yeah, they were both Macedonia. So those are the countries um, that I think was a disappointing that they didn't make it. Yeah. So I have. Uh, so I'll answer this question too. I had a couple here. Um, one that I was disappointed that we wouldn't be able to see is Denmark. Um, because of Christian Eriksen, you know, he's, he's just coming back. But I think because of him and what the unfortunate thing that happened to him in the Euros, uh, you know. Did they not make it? They didn't make I thought it. Denmark, was, Denmark had made it, no? No, so I'll read the list out. So it's, oh so God. you're, you're t- actually no, Denmark is in it. I, I lied. <laughs> um, yeah, they made it. That's, that's strange. Okay, because I thought for sure they, they did make it. Okay, well. There goes my take. Uh, no, a, a team a team that I was actually looking forward to seeing was Iceland. Um, that team is 
Yeah, but they're 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 pretty they're pretty tenacious though, right? They're not gonna be like Saudi Arabia or who'll lose zero sixteen and zero. Like at least they'll lose eight and zero, but then like it's still a really good game. You know what I mean? They they, they have a decent team, but they don't have any standout player. Like you you look at if you say Finland, who are you thinking of? Temu Puki. Do you even know? Like, th- does that name ring a bell for anyone? Yeah, and, uh, if you watch Premier League, I thought it was Piku. Puki. He plays on Norwich. Piku. Puki. Puki. P U K K I. Oh, I thought it was P W E K U. No, no, no. Puki. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you say it. See, you can't even, we don't even know how to say his name. <laughs> uh, I mean, the team I was pleasantly surprised I made it was, oh, I mean, Senegal. That, that's a good Mane. team. Sadio Mane. Yeah, and, and Mendy. So. And then, uh, no, I mean. You were, sorry, did you say you were surprised that they did make it? Yeah, that they did make it. Why were you surprised that they did make it? I thought for sure that they would make it. Because, you know, they were facing Salah. <laughs> that was my yeah, thing. Yeah, but that's all. Like, What's who, up, else is on, who else is on Egypt? Don't they have oh, El Ghazi? Don't they have El Ghazi and like a couple other guys on there? When has El Ghazi played for a top team? Stop it! <laughs> I'm sorry, my fellow Egypt friends. Yeah, so so I'll read out the teams that are playing today. I don't know what the um, all the, the all the teams have been decided though. Not all of them. Pretty, not all of them. Oh, there's just Wales, Scotland. There's a few teams, so Ukraine, so I'll, I think. So I'll read them out. So in the in the Euro in Europe, um, it's Scotland versus Ukraine, and then Wales plays the winner of that matchup. Yeah, and then there's New Zealand versus Costa Rica, and then I don't know what this is considered, but Australia versus uh, United Arab Emirates, and then Peru plays the winner of that. So I mean, out of those teams, the team that I would like to see most come out of it is Wales because of Gareth Bell. Yeah. Yeah. And Wales is a type of team they tend to do well in competitions. Yeah. Yeah. From exactly. what I've seen, right? In the past. And, and Scotland's not bad too. Scotland Scotland's not bad. They they, they pulled a decent fight. They have Robertson. So I, I like that. But um and yeah, so that that's it for that question. Uh, my next question here is another prediction for you. Team yeah. of the year. So oh, I got this, this one. <laughs> so th- this one, this one is a bit, uh, a bit, bit uh, different. Um, so I believe they go by four three three, if I'm not mistaken. So um, that's the format they go with. Um, so they go goalkeeper, four defenders, uh, three midfielders, and three forwards. Um, year after year, um, with the with the next award that I'll be mentioning later, um, the FIFA committee uh, comes up after every season, and they based on not just only fan votes, but based on like their own committee as well. They vote on um, who gets to be put in the team of the year per se, based yep. on fan favoritism, fan service or whatever, like fan voting and also just performance based. I think the players um, get to vote too, no? I'm not, I think or so. Yeah, the peers. Yeah, the peers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's always a short list, like a ballot, right? So it's yeah. not like... And, and luckily for this, it's not like the NBA All-Star where Andrew Wiggins gets fucking put in into the All-Star starters or, you know what I mean? And uh, 
so th- this is a bit more um so this is a bit more restricted and re- relegated i guess regulated yeah. um so if anyone from nba uh, adam silver if you're listening maybe look into that i know you already done a play-in tournament and maybe a cup league thing that you're looking into doing that you're following soccer or football for um, maybe this is something you can do as well for the all-star and NBA, all NBA teams. But that being said, team of the year, what is your team of the year for this year? Hey y'all, as you heard, sadly, I do not have sponsors, but I do have very amazingly talented friends and apps that I like to share and shamelessly plug in here. The stunning and sleek hand John and hand-painted logo that you've seen, go check my friend Ashley at her IG account at ashley.bydesign. That's A-S-H-E-L-Y dot B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N for your creative and artsy needs. And now for a banger of an intro and outro, check out my musically talented mastermind friend, Dylan, at his IG account at bydylan. That's at B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N. D-I-L-L-E-N. For all of your music production and beats, two apps y'all need to try out, Canva, where I have created some of my social media content and promo from, and GroupPad, for the sick West Coast transitions you heard before this plug and right before we get back to the program. Now, go check them out, and we'll be right back. Um, is it okay if I change my formation? Uh, sure. Okay, so I got 4-4-2. Four, 4-4-2, four, 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 okay. Yeah, I'm playing a 4-4-2 four, four, here. Um, for goalkeeper, I really needed to think about this one. Um, I mean, you could easily say one of the three Premier League Giants teams, uh, Mendy, Allison, or Ederson, but I wanted to kind of think outside the box a little bit. So... If it's not for this guy, I think United falls to him. Mm. Um, I think United would be down the table so quick if it wasn't for him and for Ronaldo. They're the two main guys that are keeping United up there right now, in my opinion. Okay. Um, right back, no question about it. Trent Alexander-Arnold, I think we said this last time too. Uh, the guy's able to play anywhere on the field, and he's just an assist machine. Like his, He's amazing. Yeah. I think he's one of the top right backs in the world right now. Um, he bounced back, he bounced back from last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great player. Um, center back pairing on the right, right center back. I got Militao um, from Real Madrid. Yep. Um, I'm just going to say, watch Brazil this World Cup. I have a feeling that they're going to do a decent job this year. Well, they're um, ranked number one right now, too. They are ranked number one in the world, yeah. Yep. And they're playing some exceptional football right now. Mind you, the teams they're playing it against aren't necessarily top teams because of of uh, the, the qualifications, but they are doing what they need to do. They're getting the business done. Um, he's already bossing it at Real Madrid, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to do the same for Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um his partner, I'm going to keep the Brazilian back line, and I'm going to be biased here, and I'm going to go with Gabriel from Arsenal. Um, I'm biased wow. because he's an Arsenal player, but if we make Champions League, this guy needs to get the credit for being part of the rock at the back of for us. Um, him and Ben White have built quite the partnership at the back. Our, 
our defense has completely changed as a team. Like we've just completely changed. We're not letting in goals left and right. Like last year. I mean, we're still, there's still been a couple of games where we got absolutely trashed. When I say trash, like five, nothing to city, but we came back like at home. We, we lost two one, which I'm not going to touch on. That was a little unfair in my opinion, the red card on him actually. Um, but he'd be my other pair for Militao. Um, my other fullback on the left side, this guy can play on either side, Cancelo. Um, he just, he's an amazing player. Um, and I still can't believe that Juve let him go for Danilo of all players. Like, why'd you yeah. trade? Why'd you trade Danilo for him? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. And he's just, again, I have a lot of love for the Portuguese players. So he's, he's a top player. I really enjoy watching him play in my midfield, I guess. So you could say the wing and then the two middle would be the two midfield players. I have Ronaldo on one side for sure. I don't care what people say. This man is the greatest of all time and needs to be on everyone's team. Hmm. He just needs to be there. He might be selfish, which I talked about, but when, when he needs to be, he can be a team player. And I'm expecting big things from Portugal. This is his last World Cup. I'm expecting big things. Um, they should at least finish third, in my opinion. They should at least be in the final three. Then I move into the middle. Um, and I'm going to put these two young guys in the middle. Uh, Joshua Kimmich. Um, he's no longer a kid. And he needs to be held in the conversation for one of the best midfielders around right now. Yeah. Um, he bosses it for Bayern on a regular basis. And I think, um, and this is a bold statement because of how Germany has been recently, but I think Germany is going to make a statement this World Cup after having a horrible European campaign. Um, I think teams need to be careful. Germany has that, that part in them where they could absolutely destroy a top team. Yeah. Just destroy them. Like 7 nothing, 7-2. Like I always remember Brazil. In Brazil, they humiliated them. That was just... Yep. That was the game that got me. That's the Man, game that got I was, me. I was at work. And like my phone just kept buzzing. And I'm like, what's happening? I look every two seconds. It's like Germany scored, Germany scored, Germany scored. Like, this is just embarrassing. Like, I remember the, the, the image of David Luiz just sitting there crying. Like to lose like that in front of your home, in front of your home fans, in front of your like family and stuff, especially to let your country down like that. Um, I think that was a huge shock to the world. And I think Germany has that thing. They don't care. Yeah. They will show no mercy. Like yeah. that's, that's just the thing. Right. So um, I expect them to do well. I think Kimmich will be a huge part of that. My other player, uh, you had mentioned him as your Euro young player that you thought would break out and make a name for himself. And he did Pedri. Um, can you say Chavi reincarnated? Like this guy is this kid, kid, he's kid. a kid. He's only 19. Um, he has the it factor. Like this kid, knows that he's good and he's level-headed. I think he's in a good place. I think he has a coach that's really going to back him and sees potential in him. Um, Spain just knows how to make the midfield maestros. Like, they just know how to do it. Um, And you don't start for Barca at such a young age if you're not that good, right? No. Um, Then I move to my other wing. And again, I'm going to show some Portuguese love. And I told you I talked about this player, Jota. Mm. you got to put Jota in there. I honestly believe he is one of the best players around. Um, he just, if you watch him, 
he always ends up at the right place oh, yeah. in the field. Like he just knows where to be at the right time to score a goal. And it's not just a matter of he can he can score with his feet. Like the guy scores with his head, he scores with his left leg, he scores with his right leg. Like he just has it. He's a great player, and I think he needs to I think he's underrated, in my opinion. I don't think many people mention him when they talk about top players. Um, then I moved to my two forwards, and I got to give it to Benzema. I got to put Benzema in there. I think he's still underrated and deserves more recognition for what he's done at Madrid. Um, he's been doing it for a long time. He's been He's more their star man now, in my opinion, than he was back when Ronaldo was there, he kind of took a back seat and was the assist guy for Ronaldo to do it. But um, he's just a great player. And I'm, and I, it still shocks me. As much as I love Olivier Giroud, it sh- still shocks me that like Benzema doesn't get a look in as much for France as he should. Um, I understand France has an abundance of talent, but he's, he's a great player. And then lastly, if you know, you know, he should be the Ballon, Ballon d'Or champion. He should have been the one last time. He should win it this year as Lewandowski. You have yeah. to have him on there. Yeah. He is a great player. Um, any team would be lucky to have him, especially like just I think he, he, he he's done it for Poland. And like no offense to my Polish friends, but like your team is strong, but it's not that strong that they should be competing at the level that they are. I think Lewandowski just raises the players around him to another level. Carries them on their back. Right? So uh, he better win the balloon balloon door. Um, And and, and I think that's another one of your questions as to who would win the balloon balloon. Yeah. um, So so before we, before we even reach that question here, before you jump the gun, um, do you have any people that missed your cut at all? Mo Salah kind of <laughs> like I mean and my defense is 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 rough I almost put Alaba on there because I like David Alaba yeah but I really he's not like doing him. that hot this year but okay. he he's doing well for for Madrid but then Austria couldn't make the World Cup they didn't make it um I like I said before the goalkeepers you could easily put Mendy in there you could easily switch Allison and Ederson around those guys will always be at the top um it just seems like it's ine- it's inevitable with the two of them or the three of them I should say and now with with Mendy also like Senegal made the world cup so he has a strong argument for team of the year if he can oh, do yeah. well with Senegal which he was, a, he was a team of the year goalkeeper last year Last year, yeah, exactly. Um, some would argue your left back could be Robertson. He's he's a very good player, um, and some would the, the right back position is arguably arguably a tough one because there are a few players that people would put in there. Reese James was one that a lot of people like, and I think he could make it, but he's had some injuries recently. Um, whereas Trent has been on his game for the full season, but then you could also argue Hakimi. But PSG, not so hot in the Champions League. That's why I didn't put them in there. And they missed the World Cup. And they missed the World Cup. Um, as far as forwards go, I mean... Midfielders, center back? 
the center back, like that's the, that, that's the tough one. Like I thought about a few, like I thought, okay, Van Dyke, maybe you could bring him back. Um, but he hasn't been, I don't know, like he, he's had, he's had a good season. He's had a good he season. He hasn't had an exceptional one. Exactly. Compared to seasons he's had in the past, like you hold him in a high regard, right. Compared yeah. to what you've seen. So he hasn't been as exceptional. Um, mind you, Liverpool's been able to close the gap on City, which is quite scary considering how much of a gap there was. And I think it's like two points now that they're it's behind. Crazy. Them. There was like a fifteen-point gap at one yeah. time. Yeah. So, so you could give credit to Van Dyke being there. Um, my midfield, I'm pretty set on. Like, you're not changing my mind on Pedri or Kimmich. Like, those guys are staying there. I don't think anyone else can come in there and take for those two at least. I don't see anyone. So that I would... okay, Bernardo Silva might be one, but I would play him. I would, I would, I could play him on the wing, and I could bring Ronaldo to forward and get rid of Benzema. I'm keeping KDB. Lewandowski. KDB. He's number one on the list. KDB. Uh... KDB. He's just recently started to get hot again. He was That's out right. for a bit, right? <clears throat> and... Yeah. Mm. Jorginho. I, no, don't don't talk to me about Jorginho. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been well. He's done well for Chelsea, but I do not like him for. I, I I'll make a hot take. I don't think Jorginho uh de- deserved to be um running toward Ballon d'Or or be on the yeah. team of the year last year. That was some bullshit. That was some bullshit. I don't think. There. I don't even think that's a hot take. Honestly, I don't. Well, some I, people might think it's a hot take, but I think I think Conte deserved a spot higher than him on there but because they won the euros everything was just like donnarumma the euros and the champions league right yeah he won both yeah but he and this might be an insult to chelsea fans he is a bit better than shaka on arsenal (laughs) and like i'm sorry i don't find him to be that exceptional of a player i think he has a system that fits you know what? You know who he reminds me of? Um, do you remember this guy, uh, Sissoko? Musa Sissoko? Yeah. Yeah. Or or, or or he's um or he's a he's he's a rich man's version of what's that? What's that French midfielder that we we got a few years ago that we let go? That Chelsea had? Yeah, we bought him from France. Bukaya, Bukayoko. Bukayako, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's been doing well at Milan, though. He's at AC Milan. He's what Milan. about Chelsea? I don't give a shit about Milan. <laughs> no, but that, that's a solid squad, though. I, I'll, I'll give you that much. Um, I think the one thing that Kimmich doesn't well, – the reason why Kimmich doesn't get big ups for what he does is because he's in a midfielder position, right? Um, that might be the thing that hurts him a bit. Um, him being on the right back, yeah, there is more tougher competition, but like he's still the same. Like people compare him to Philippe Lam all the time. Yeah, because he's like a regen. It's like playing FIFA. You wait for Lam to retire, and then all of a sudden this free agent pops up, and he's got the same stats. You build him up, and oh wait, it's Kimmich. Oh, it's Philippe Lam again. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're just they're. 
they're very identical in the way that they play. And he's one of those players that I feel like you could stick him on almost anywhere on the field and he'd do the job for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So going to the next award here, Ballon yeah. d'Or. So for the Ballon d'Or, for people who don't know what that is, um, the Ballon d'Or is the award that you give um, to your best, the best player in that league that year. So basically the MVP, but kind of not the MVP in a sense. I don't know. Um, most, like, most likely like the best player in the world. Let's just keep it as simple as that. Um, so I don't know if you built a short list of three or not, but if you if you didn't, uh, maybe you might have a short list after. But who is your Ballon d'Or winner? Lewandowski. Lewandowski, okay. There's no doubt in my mind that this guy needs to win. Yeah. Or this stuff is rigged. How? Highway robbery. Right? This is it's what, four three years in a row? Four years in a row? That he should have won it already? It feels like it's, they want to give it to, like, a bigger, more established... It's a popularity contest. It's a popularity club. contest. Yeah. If th- this year it has to be someone other than Ronaldo and Messi, it can't be them. No. Unless they win a World Cup. No, that is the think- only way that you can justify giving them a balloon, balloon door. And I think the person who has a best chance of winning the World Cup of them three is Ronaldo because yeah. of his team, right? Mind you, I don't think – I think Argentina has been undefeated in their past 30 games. Yeah, but you but know how they again, are in international competitions, though, like in big ones. Messi brought a shitty team to the finals of the World Cup, though. He's done it. He's carried them. But what happened? What happened? Who beat them? I, I was honestly the Deutschland. Yeah, it was the Germans, of course. It's um, Gotze. Gotze and his boner. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the sound clip. The sample right there. What's in his boner? That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, Lewandowski has to win it this year. Um, as far as other players that could potentially win it, I think it comes down a lot to the fact of players that get their team either into the final of the World Cup and do well in the Champions League usually tend to be the players on this list. So you have to think of players that could potentially do that. Um, you you could and this is this could be a hot take and he's not even in my team of the year it could you could make an argument Salah. if no because the egypt's not in there liverpool will do well in the champions league yes okay i'm okay let's see who you're, you're interested here. here and this is my hot take because he's not a player that would probably get the recognition but lately in the balloon door it seems midfielders are making a comeback to winning it or getting up there, right? Like you, you mentioned Jorginho, Modric, right? So here's my Casemiro. If Real Madrid can make it to the Champions League final or even win the Champions and League. And if Brazil wins the World Cup. And if Brazil uh, wins the World Cup, you could see his name being mentioned. You cheeky fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you put a Jorginho on us. <laughs> you could see his name being mentioned up there. Whether he should win it, though, no. Um, 
I think you just have to look at Lewandowski's contribution for Bayern. Yes, I want him to do well with Poland. Will he do well? I don't know. I think he will do well. Will Poland do well in the World Cup? It depends on the group that they get drawn into. Well, it's just wild because his contribution as the guy who carries the team, right? Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Without Lewandowski, Bayern still succeeds. But, like, with what he's – number the numbers he's pulling with Poland – is basically on par with the numbers he's pulling in Bayern, which is logically, if you're talking about, if you're talking numbers wise, makes no sense because Bayern is stacked with scorers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But you can look like I've I I don't watch Bundesliga a lot, so I keep up with the scores. And whenever you look at a Bayern game, you can, I would say, ninety nine percent of the time. If Bayern scored a goal, it's Lewandowski. Like he had to, if they scored two goals, one of them has to be Lewandowski. Like it's almost guaranteed. The guy scores a goal a game, if not more. It's Lewandowski or or Coman. It's Lewandowski or Nabry or it's Lewandowski and one of the other like midfielders or like defenders. Yeah. 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 Um, So him, I could see, uh, like I said, Casemiro could be a hot take. And then it's it's just a, like the popularity again. It could end up being Ronaldo or Messi if they can get their team to to do well in the World Cup. Um, but I'd like to see some names that haven't been mentioned all the time. Like if 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 Benzema could have an impact on France and they let him play. And he can help Real Madrid. He could be mentioned in there. Yeah. He could be mentioned in there. Yeah. But again, it comes down to the one player, Lewandowski, for me. You know, you know what player I think that might you might hear some whispers about for team of the year or Ballon d'Or? Who's that? And he might be too young for Ballon d'Or, but for team of the year, um, Vinicius Jr. Yeah, team of the year, yes. Belong. Because if, if you're if you're following that same like criteria, yeah. that same logic of like if Real Madrid wins, and he's been doing really well for them, like he's the second guy after Benzema, right? And he's been consistent too. So if if Real Madrid wins and Brazil wins, I mean that logic applies to him as well, right? So he could be just like another snubbing like Donnarumma. Let's just. Stop right here, and we'll just say Gareth Bale. He'll just lead Wales. And then in the finals of the Champions League, it's Madrid versus City. In the in the dying minutes of the game, Gareth Bale gets subbed on. He scores the winner. And uh, he just becomes labeled one of the greatest <laughs> players. <laughs> All right. So the final question here, since we're talking about like, the UCL, right, the UEFA mm-hmm. Champions League, which is coming to wrap soon. What is your prediction in terms of who's going to win? Um, I mean, who's going to win, but also the final matchup as well. Um, now, I know you've been, we've been discussing this casually, but I want to see if your, your prediction still stands or it has changed, but also put on record as well for us, yeah. right? So, Well, I will be the first to mention that last time we had this discussion, for last year's Champions League, 
I did predict the final two, and I picked the correct team. I will say that. I said City versus Chelsea, and I said Chelsea would win it. And um, I have to give credit to my girlfriend for that one. She doesn't know. (laughs) She doesn't watch soccer unless it's on when I'm watching it, or football, if you want to call it that. But whenever I ask her to make predictions, she's pretty good at it. And I should have listened to her when it came to the basketball prediction last night. This is on record. She said the Raptors would come back and win. I should have put my free $10 bet on them. I didn't. I put it on the Rockets, and I didn't end up winning. (laughs) It was a free bet, bet, so it wasn't my money. That's okay. Um, As far as my prediction, there are three teams. One from one side. The two are from the other side because we already know what team is going to have to play what team if they advance to the next round, right? I know that one side with the one team. The one side with the one team is City. Okay. They're going to the finals. I don't think anyone is stopping them on that side. My concern is the other side. Mm. Um, And and I'm sorry, Liverpool fans, because you're on the City side, but I don't think you're making the Champions League. I have an idea of your other two teams on the other side. Other two teams, and you can be happy. You're one one of them is Bayern Munich. Yep. Bayern Munich, um, they have just been – I mean, I, the thing is with Bayern, like, you thought they were out because, or, like, you thought there was a chance that they could be out because they tied their first game against uh, Salzburg, right? So people were like, oh, my God, like, the, the Giants are going to fall. Like, this is David versus Goliath. I'm like, people, please relax. Bayern was just like, oh, you know what? We can take it easy. It's the first leg, right? Yep. And then they realized, you know what? We can't take it easy. And then they just went crazy. They demolished. Right? So that's the, that's the thing about it. And we've seen them do it to big teams. They've trashed big teams in the PSG, past. Barcelona. Like Madrid. Like, yeah. they've done it, right? So Bayern, for me, could be in the finals against City or Madrid. Real Madrid versus City. Those are the three. Um However, whichever one of those two even makes it to the final. And I'm sorry if I'm cursing this, but I think this is the year City finally wins it. I've said this before where I've been like, I think City could win it this year. (laughs) But I think, you know, um, this year they make the final. Kind of like that year with uh, uh, Liverpool where Mm. they had made it to the finals the year before against Madrid. They lost and they made it to the finals again. They, thank God they beat Tottenham. I don't even know how Tottenham made it there in the first place. Um, but yeah, yeah they, they were playing Tottenham. Ajax that year, right? And then Lucas Moura yeah. just went and, crazy. And I was watching the game and I was so happy because it looked like Ajax was going to win it. But you know what? Tottenham has a tendency to do that. They just show up for the last two minutes of the game and they just turn it on. I don't know. They did that, one time. They did that one time in the Premier League too. Brazilians. So. Brazilians. It seems to be. Um, but yeah, I think I think Pep finally gets it right this year and City brings it brings it back. And then uh Pep says, you know what, I got you what you needed, and he wins the Premier League this season. I think. Well he'll I win the trouble, you know. He'll win the trouble. Uh are they L F A? I think I don't think so. I think they're still in it. I yeah, think so still trouble. In it. Yeah. He, so let's say he wins the treble. He finally says, you know what? Okay, I can raise my hand and say I've done everything that I had to do at City. I've accomplished it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go join PSG now and have fun. 
right? And Messi's there. And hopefully then PSG can get their glory and win their Champions League, even though I don't want them to. Um, I want Mbappe to leave. He needs to go somewhere else. He needs to prove himself in a league that isn't a farmer's league. If he can do that, he will be labeled as the next golden kid who will start competing as one of the players for the Ballon d'Or. Just uh, don't go to Prem. That's all. Because uh, I don't see him joining the Prem. Yeah, I think I think he's I think he's Madrid bound. Oh, the yeah. question is: is he gonna is he gonna turn into a Hazard or is he gonna be able or to Bale. Turn into, or or Bale or is he gonna turn into Ronaldo? Yeah, right. Um, I'd like to see him succeed. I enjoy watching him play. I think he's a very talented player. He, he reminds me a lot of one of my favorite players of all time, and Thierry Henry. Little comparison. Don't 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 get on my back about that. I know they're two different players and different times, but he has the same speed and skill that he has that style to him. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that is it. Um, do you have any final points you want to add on to here before we uh, recap our list here and then we head out? Uh, no, I think it's been a. It's been a deep conversation. There's been a lot to talk about. Yeah. Lots of points. Um, it'll be interesting to see closer to the end of the season and end of Champions League and even after close to the World Cup, mm. how this list could change. Well, what, what I can say is that we'll be doing another one before the World Cup, which is nice to have this one done. But at the same time, it's going to be really weird to have the World Cup, which is usually taken in the, taking place in the summer, um, going to be in November, December. Well, it's Qatar summer, right? Yeah, so it's going to be hot as hell. But also, like, it's it's weird because you have the four other sports still, like major sports still running. Mm-hmm. So, so um, fun facts for our listeners out there: whenever a World Cup has been held in a in a continent outside of Europe, there's only ever been one team that's won it that wasn't European. Or that was European, sorry. Whenever it's been held outside of it, it's always been a team that isn't European that wins the World Cup. Brazil. Um, And that team was Spain. Spain won it in South Africa. That was the only time. Yeah, yeah, that was a Xavi Iniesta, Davi Villa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was was the only time that a team that is European has won the World Cup outside of Europe. Whenever the World Cup has been hosted outside of Europe, it's always been a team that has not been a European team, tends to be Brazil. Uh, I'm not saying Brazil is going to win the World Cup this year, but obviously they they have a good chance. Also, you have to take into consideration the weather. It's going to play a huge factor. Um, it's going to be hot there. But this is for another podcast. We'll cover it, yes, all sir. that stuff. Yes, so sir. people stay tuned. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for your time again today, Ali. As always, thank really you. appreciate your time today. We had, a, again, like you said, we had a very lengthy conversation about this. And um, hopefully your predictions come correct and we'll see how much uh, you knock off a team of the year, Ballon d'Or and UCL um, predictions. Um, so before we head out here, um, do you mind just recapping your top five disappointing um, footy players of the year for us, please? Yeah. So um, we had from five to one, Saul, Grealish, Messi, Lukaku, and Sancho. 
Okay. Um, and then for myself, my top five pleasantly surprising footy players of the year were um, Hakimi, Vlahovic, Lewandowski, Coutinho, and the Barca front line. Um, with that being said, um, do you have anything you want to plug in in terms of social media for the listeners as to where they can find you at home? Um, you already know. I shout out my girlfriend as always. Got to show love to your partners, people. Um, so Ashley by design and gray roots. They're the two that you can follow her. Um, <clears throat> she did the design for your podcast, the logo. Yes. Yep. So if you yes, want to know what her artwork is like, um, yeah, check her out on TikTok and Instagram. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah. So thank you for your time as always, Ali. And uh, for sure, we'll be having you on for many more uh, to come, um, especially for the music part of it because we already have a few lined up and we'll definitely have much more going after that, um, including, you know, the FIFA World Cup one when that arrives. So, um, but thank you for your time as always. Now for listeners at home, if you enjoyed this pod or have some thoughts on our list or want to submit your own topics for either this segment, the OG segment, or an album you want us to um, kind of break down in our the symphony, Feel free to hit follow and hit us up at our IG account at bbshopquintetpodcast or email us at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can give us a follow, a five-star review on Apple Pod, and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. And let's be your top five of the day. Cheers.